0: today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It was a very eventful week here in Hamilton as well. We uh, had the uh, good fortune, I guess, to have two town halls uh, this week. We usually don't get them uh, in the same week. Uh, the Chief of Police, Eric Gert, who does this on a regular basis, was here earlier in the week. And uh, just yesterday, Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger uh, was here to take your calls and uh, talk about the, some of the issues. Some, of course, cross over the, between... Uh, police services and uh, the city, and a lot of it has to do with the LGBTQ concerns that have been raised since Pride Day, really, uh, which goes back a few months now. And Hamilton Police Services Board had a meeting yesterday, and uh, they said they're going to decide next month whether or not to investigate the police conduct at Pride in June, and subsequently uh, some of the uh, the behaviors that have gone on since then at the events down at City Hall and the forecourt and things of this nature. Is that going to be enough? to uh, to set us back on the right path and to start building some bridges here in this community. I want to bring Graham Crawford in. He's the reigning Citizen of the Year, of course, uh, uh, here in Hamilton, History and Heritage owner, and uh, certainly active resident here in this community. Graham, good morning. Welcome to the program again.
1: good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me on.
0: It's uh, It's been a busy week, uh, especially to do with a lot of the issues that you have been very much involved in over the last little while. Uh, you heard comments this week on this program from Chief Gert and uh, yesterday from Mayor Eisenberger, and yesterday the police services board uh give me your read on what you've heard and 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 how this is affecting either pro or con uh some of the concerns uh, from the lgbtq community
1: well there's three things there you mentioned first of all the uh, chief the chief uh, was on your show as you mentioned uh, doing the town hall and made some comments for which he has offered a sort of an apology but the fact is he said those things were which were very hurtful and utterly inappropriate for the chief of police to be saying in 2019, uh, focusing on gay sex rather than on the safety of members of the LGBTQ+ plus community, so that in and of itself is pretty disturbing. In fact, I say it's very disturbing. Uh, Mayor Eisenberger was on with you for a town hall, and he basically said, "There's nothing he can do." He's uh, and he and he sort of focused on um, the criminal code as it relates to hate crimes. Uh, we all, we're all aware of How do you role. feel about that? Well, I mean, when Fred throws his hands up in the air and says, basically, is the leader of, of the 10th the largest city in the country, there's nothing I can do. Um, so sorry. It's not good enough. It's not even nearly good enough. And in fact, I think it's unconscionable on the part of person we call mayor.
0: Because what what, what I'm hearing and what I've seen on social media, and as you might expect Graham, received a lot of feedback on the two town halls this week.
1: I listened to both of them, by the way. uh,
0: Is that, look at, I understand where the chief is coming from to a point. In other words, he's quoting from the criminal code, and as a police officer, that's his responsibility, he says, uh, to that. I I get that to a point, but I I asked him, uh, I guess two or three different times, that's fine. But there are people here that feel unsafe on the streets. What are we doing about that? And he just referenced the criminal code again. That, that seems to be you know, I, we know theory. Now we want practicality. We need practicality. I don't know if we're getting that. Certainly, I, from what I'm hearing back uh, from many people in the community right now, uh, they weren't satisfied.
1: Well, we're, well, no, we were not satisfied. And kudos to you, Bill. You really did try to keep the discussion focused, but the chief insisted on reading the criminal code. I mean, you may as well have had Alexa on as a guest and just asked Alexa to quote the code. The fact is, Chief Gert is the chief of police. There is stuff happening in this city right now. He chose to focus on uh, things that have happened you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, uh, as he quoted the criminal code and sex in public washrooms. And, and by the way, I mean, I think they're dog whistles. He's either inept or they're dog whistles, but he, those are basically the two choices.
0: And well, I, I was make- kind of surprised it came up. Uh, obviously, I did not attend that meeting, and you did. Uh, and I've talked to you, and I've talked to a few other people that attended that meeting. Cameron Crush of course, was, was yeah. on the program with you uh, yeah. a couple of days ago. And I heard no reference at all to that. Uh, this, uh, so I assumed that it never came up. And I was, I, I was surprised, actually, that the chief said, yeah, that was one of the topics of discussion at that it, meeting.
1: It was not a topic of discussion. It was referenced, Bill, for possibly 20 to 30 seconds that meeting was two and a half hours long and lots of comments were made and lots of questions were asked of the chief and of the deputy and, the, and what the chief took from that meeting was a reference to a uh, twenty seconds worth of content in that meeting and that's what he focused on and you didn't even ask him that question that's what he chose to talk about um, he also chose to talk about anal intercourse bill i haven't heard anybody use that phrase in thirty years it's it he's a dinosaur he it's he's so out of touch, and yet we are supposed to rebuild this relationship with the police. In my opinion, Chief Gerd has proven that he cannot be a trusted partner with the LGBTq community
0: well, i'm going I'll paraphrase this because i I don't have it in front of me, but I got a tweet from somebody the uh, after that show. Uh, said that this harkened back to the days of the, the raids at the RBG and the bathhouse raids and, and things of that nature. And and I, you know and this individual who was quite upset about this thought, I thought we had put that stuff behind us, but maybe not everybody has.
1: Well, apparently not the leader of the, the police in Hamilton. The problem is he is the chief, which means he sets the tone and direction uh, and culture within the Hamilton Police Service. And so what do the officers take from what they heard their chief of police say? What do the officers conclude from what he chose to focus on? I just, I don't get it, Bill. For all I know, Gert is standing on a corner right now shouting about gay sex to anybody who will listen to him. It was such an incredible, inappropriate use of an an ancient trope. Focus, defining us by sex not by who we are as members of this community, who are under current threat. That's what he should have focused on. That's not what he focused on.
0: I'm, I'm flummoxed as to how we got to this point. I really am. Bill, it's, it's, I couldn't have even predicted
1: it would get worse than it already had. But it, it is getting worse. And every time Chief Gert opens his mouth, it seems, and I'm sorry to say this, but it is the fact, and he does it on your show, um, he puts his foot in his mouth, uh, and he says inappropriate stuff, but he then has to walk back. I mean, how many times in a row do you have to do that and, and have people still support you as chief of police? In my opinion, Chief Gert should either retire, resign, or be asked to resign. Those are the three choices, in my opinion. I suspect the chief is fully pensionable. He's been with the the HPS for over 30 years. He's been the chief of police for three and a half years. And yet, you know, days ago, he makes these inappropriate comments that are all over the mainstream media, social media, and there's a buzz in our community. And people are deeply offended. And yet we're supposed to go to another meeting and do what? That's my question is what Chief, what are you going to do beyond insult us and hurt us at every turn
0: i I've known Chief Gert since he rose to the the the, the level of, of deputy of course and and we've had interactions uh, you know we we don't socialize, but we know each other and I, I I had a lot of respect. I still do have a lot of respect for him as an individual. I think uh, in 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 Maine the maine he's done a pretty decent job here of trying to control this community and trying to do what needed to be done here. Uh, but this issue here uh, just seems to be, I, it, I don't know what's going on. They, this, there seems to be an inability here to, to face some of the realities here with this issue. Uh, and and the, the more you deflect it, the worse it gets.
1: Well, this is a crisis of leadership, as I have been saying. And in my opinion, Chief Gert continues to prove my point. It is a crisis of leadership. I'm sure Eric Gert is a nice guy. The world is full of nice guys, Bill. That isn't the issue. The issue is one of leadership here in the midst of a civic crisis. And we've got a problem. Our chief is is continuing to drive a wedge between the uh, HPS and the LGBTQ community. And Mayor Fred Eisenberger is unfortunately behaving as a spectator, throwing his hands up in the air, saying, I don't know what to do. How about if we spend the next 18 months just talking about it? That is literally his plan, his published plan. A series of seminars over the next 18 months culminating in a hate summit to talk more about it. No plan of action otherwise. A crisis of leadership. It, both are major civic institutions, and it is a problem. And I'm sorry, but it's time for Chief Gert to step aside.
0: I mean, I mean we, I've mean, i heard from a number of people in the community, and they talked about education has to be part of this. And I, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, but that's for, the, that's for the next generation. What are we doing for the here and now? I, that, that's, the, that's the plan I'd like to hear.
1: Huge point, Bill. You're absolutely right. Of course education is part of it. Uh, and you're right. If, if you're future-focused, yes, let's focus on current generations, next generations, and so on. But the fact is, there's stuff happening in our streets right now. And to throw up your hands, to, uh, if you're the mayor, and to insult the very people who are under, under uh, threat... Uh, on the radio uh, by the chief. Uh, these are not good things. And they need to be held accountable for it. This is not going away. It's actually getting worse. And the escalation with the soldiers or sons of Odin on the forecourt last Saturday, this is escalating. And anyone who thinks it isn't is misguided or not paying attention. We need everybody's help to fight hate here. But we particularly need it from our leaders and we're not getting it. And, and residents like me should not be the ones who have to put our, our, our time, effort, body, soul, passion into this and do it alone. If, if the residents weren't banding together to try to do something, nothing would be
0: happening. Not surprisingly, uh, this whole thing became a topic of conversation, I'm told, at the Police Services Board meeting yesterday. Yes. Uh, what they have resolved to do is, uh, I guess, wait a month, and then they're going to decide, I guess they're gathering information uh, as to whether to launch an independent investigation into what happened at Pride at the Gage Park uh, incident, and, and I guess subsequently at some of the stuff that happened in the City Hall forecourt. Uh, your read on that.
1: Well, I mean, you know, again, there's no sense of urgency here. Pride happened three months ago. The police service board met a month ago and, and talked about this very thing. They meet again 30 days later and they say, hey, let's put it off for another month and then we'll start talking about it. Bill, remember, they haven't actually talked about it yet. They've talked around it. They've said, yeah, let's look into whether or not we should do it, come back with a report, and then we'll talk about whether or not we move ahead. So what are we to, to, to take from that? There is no sense of urgency. The mayor is dragging his feet, and he's the chair of the police service board. He should not be the chair. He should step aside. He can be sit at the table. Uh, the mayor always gets to sit at the table. But if he's not prepared to show leadership and get on with this, and express the sense of urgency, then we have a big problem. And at every turn, it's slow down, slow down. Let's let's put it put it off for another you know thirty days. They talk about an arena with greater urgency than they do the safety of our residents and that is not acceptable
0: is there one thing graham and i know you don't speak for the community you're just you're, concerned, I'm you're concerned citizen be very clear and I, I i know you've always made that point every time you've come on the program uh but is is there is there one incident one activity one one uh suggestion uh gesture anything that they could do that we'd say okay now they're on the right track
1: well, if you mean the police service board, yes, they could agree to, to, to uh, immediately begin and fund an independent investigation. Uh, they could set a timeline. I realize these things are not, they can't be done in 30 days. Um, but the point is, if it, t- if it takes you 90 days or 120 days to even start the thing, uh, how long does it take to finish it? So I, I think greater sense of urgency on the part of the police service board. I think greater sense of of uh, leadership and camaraderie and and teamwork on the part of council and the mayor, we still have stragglers, Bill. We still have counselors who have not said a single word about this. And those counselors include people like Lloyd Ferguson and Chad Collins and Brenda Johnson. they said nothing, not a single word. Uh, Others have spoken but not said a ton. Others are very active like Brad Clark and Maureen Wilson and Narendra Nan, John Paul Danko, uh, they're actually showing up and showing leadership. We need them to come together and make a statement and also put forward a plan of action as a council on behalf of all residents to do something about hate in this city. If we can't get our police on side to help us with this without insulting the communities they're supposed to be protecting, then our council needs to do it. This vacuum of leadership is just, Bill, I can't tell you uh, how upsetting it is, how disturbing it is for me to see this. It's the very stuff I used to see 40 years ago. But even then, back in Toronto, there were members of council and the mayor who stood up against hate and pushed back and stood with us and helped us. That is not happening to the extent I think it needs to happen in Hamilton 40 years later.
0: Well, uh, tomorrow is Saturday. That means another rally. Uh, Who knows who's going to show up on on either side of this issue down in the forecourt at City Hall. It's an issue that's not going away, is it?
1: It's not going away. It is escalating, in fact, uh, while our leaders uh, assume the role of spectators. It's the most inappropriate thing they could do, but that is what they're doing. The only thing Fred's done in the forecourt is show up for a photo op for 10 minutes. The hate bus was on on the sidewalk longer than Fred was there to show his support. Uh, Fred needs to stop hiding.
0: Graham, we're just about out of time. We'll leave it here for the time being. Certainly, we're going to continue our coverage on this, too, and I really thank you for your participation in this. Thanks for the time today.
1: Bill, I appreciate it very much.
0: The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900
1: CHML.